0: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Stephen Oshansky. This is the State News Podcast. I'm joined, as always, with Casey Harrison. We've got a great... Tuesday afternoon. This is the first Tuesday show we've done. It's a great Tuesday afternoon. Glad to have you along with us on this podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about some interesting topics over the weekend. Especially, we're going to send her some good things about the Central Michigan upset over Oklahoma State. That we you gotta did love not call. you some of
1: that maction. We did not call. <laughs> well, I this love one. me some of that maction.
0: I think we co- both of us have some controversial and a little bit of uh, interesting hot takes. On the Central Michigan ending, as well as the response to it afterwards, we'll talk a little bit about Ed Davis. He's back for the Spartans. It should be an interesting ride, whether or not he gets into the game. Emmett's, you head coach Mark D'Antonio said earlier today, at on the radio on his radio show earlier at on 7:60 a.m. that uh, Ed Davis may or may not play in the game. Still oh, undecided. He will. he will. Casey thinks he is. We'll get down to that. Cam Newton in the NFL. We've got a little bit of interesting stuff to talk about that on Thursday. And then we'll give you some uh, our hot takes as always. So let's let's get into this. I'm, I think I'm gonna hand this one over to you, Casey. You want to start off with Central?
1: All right. So um, I'll kind of break down the last play for you in case you live under a rock. CMU upset number 22 Oklahoma State. At Oklahoma State, Um, the play went a little bit something like this. It was the last play of the game. Cooper Rush, the CMU quarterback, completed a 42-yard pass to Jesse Kroll. And as Kroll was coming down with the ball, um, he he lateraled the ball to Corey Willis, another receiver for CMU, and he rushed it nine yards in for the touchdown, um, making the final score 30-27 with no time left on the clock. But here's the thing. It should have never happened. But here's the thing. Oklahoma State should have never had to turn the ball over. Um, In their last possession of the game, it resulted in a turnover because of an intentional grounding on fourth down, which gave Central Michigan the ball. um, It gave CMU an untimed down. And really, the rules of college football, that's not right. That's not a correct call. Um, And so Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy, has actually gone out and said that he doesn't even want um, a non-Power 5 ref at a home game anymore. And what do you think about that?
0: Well, here's the, here's the thing. It, it's really, it, it nags on me is the problem is you have 17 returning starters for Oklahoma State. a team that went 10-3 last year, 10-3, 17 returning starters, and that's 42 lettermen returning, and you are... Giving Central Michigan an opportunity to beat you on a Hail Mary pass. This is not Michigan State Wisconsin as a top 15 matchup in 2011. This is not Michigan State Michigan last year where you can have where the game should be close, where it should be any sort of game at all. I mean, you're you facing give, a max school. You give, you're giving a max school. It, it props to them for being in that game. It, it tells you the kind of parody it here that is around in. in college football but you have to be kidding me with 17 returning starters seven on defense 10 on offense and you are giving you have you are even remotely close to central Michigan uh, it's beyond it's beyond me that it shouldn't even have been in that position it's the same thing I said with Michigan State and Furman that there shouldn't even have been a chance for Furman to be in that game there shouldn't be a chance for you could say what you want about parity and leagues getting better and, and whatnot but like, I don't, I don't even know. Like I was happy, like for the upset, kinda. And then at some point, I was like,
1: I, I don't even know how I really felt I was about like, the upset. Why?
0: At the same point, like, like, you root for the upsets, and I just don't like Central Michigan football. I don't Mac really like in, any in Mac schools in general.
1: The only, the only Mac school that kind of gains my attention um, on a, on a football level is Western, and that's because Western has kind of proven itself as like somewhat of a good football team. Um, They they went out, they beat Northwestern, um, and they schedule really good schools, and that's the only way to build yourself up as a football program. Um, But, I mean, Oklahoma State, it totally derailed their season. Um, I, I believe they were favored by FBI to win every single game up until Oklahoma, which meaning they would have been, if FBI is right, they would have been what eleven and what ten and one leading into the Oklahoma game. That would have put them probably in the top five in the country. Right.
0: And okay, look at this. Central Michigan went seven and six last year, right?
1: Yeah, they lost. They returned a...
0: sixteen starters, so obviously they're an experienced team. But the same team went seven and six. Yeah, and I mean, and they gave Michigan State a little bit of a run for their money early, but even then, the Michigan State blew them out towards the end. It, I don't like i I find it hard to root for max schools, especially I think with ones within your home state because one year just fed up and annoyed <laughs> with um, it, people that go to those schools, because I don't even think Central's going to win their own division. Oh, let no. <laughs> let alone their conference. So it's kind of... CMU kinda might go 9-3. and three. Uh, yeah. Because you you want to root for, like, you, when you root for non-Power Fives, you want to root for people like Houston that are actually going to go, that could have a shot, they're going 13-0 and actually cracking the top 50. And you put Central Michigan, I don't care, it, 9 out of 10 times Oklahoma State's going to win. Yeah. And this happened to be the one time where they didn't. If you put them up with it's not like they're going to be some sort of world beaters and the other thing that irked me i think was you send the team their first ranked win or win over a ranked team since 1991 <laughs> where they beat michigan state 20 to 3 in spartan state and so you're going to have central michigan this is some it's like it was like winning a national title to them they have i remember seeing on twitter i'm still oh, there i, texted, burn I couches, it yeah to you. And they're 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 all like go greet your team. Okay, if you want to be taken as a legit program, you win one game. You ain't gonna act like you did there before. And
1: it was against the number twenty two school. Like it's, I mean, yes, it's okay, a ranked still opponent, a ranked but win.
0: however, if you're gonna celebrate, you won a ranked game. Like, well, I think they, as they a max win school, division So if, I guess if this is probably the highlight of some people's. I mean, four, when four when was the last time? It takes, I'm, I'm
1: gonna kind of try and defend. Um, CMU here. When when was the last time CMU was even ranked? I couldn't tell you. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it it is a big deal for them. Holder, and I mean,
0: for them as a, as
1: a small time I take, program, it, that's a big win.
0: See, like I you have this, to give them credit. I on relate that. this. Yeah, good for them. Big time program. John mm-hmm. Bonamago if he does well, this you probably gonna leave. Same with PJ Fleck, he's not gonna stay at Western as no. much as it's. It's nice to get your foothold there, and if you win, maybe your conference or whatever that's with a couple losses, two, three losses. That's it's the great unfortunate for that thing. And no, it's. It, I guess so.
1: No, that's the unfortunate thing about like small time schools like that, and even a lot of like Division one schools, and a lot of uh, well, they are Division one schools, but a lot of like Power five schools. Um, they, they the coaches there only use that gig as a stepping stone.
0: It d- depend. if you're in a Power five conference, I mean,
1: no. that's what Nick Saban did when he was at. Michigan State. He had well, no intentions of staying had, at Michigan State. Was
0: technically a Power Five at the time, though. But I, I they, mean, were, they were on they were on this level. It was a, it was a Big Ten school. Yeah, there. But yeah, the way they played Big Ten football <laughs> looked more like they should have belonged in the MAC during those years. But I I look in this, they them greeting their players after a ranked win. The same. It's as not I tasteful. Would, as I the same as I rank Kansas. Rushing the field after they finally won a game after not winning the year before. Stupid, right? I mean, give you can give props that they finally won a game, but you won a game. I mean, my I coach was like, okay, look at it, my coach in high school, right? It then hockey, you always like. Oh yeah, Mister
1: Mister State Champion. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mister Big Ring. Right. Um, was always like, you, we we wanted to emulate the big programs, and big programs don't do that. You win a game; you're supposed to win. See, but not our, everybody the, has that mentality though. Be, be, you, if you want to be taken seriously, we won state title, we won state title and almost won a second one because we had wow. that kind of mentality. So like you got to like I just I, I can't take programs seriously that greet their teams cuz they won one game that actually they shouldn't have had won in the first place. So no, I don't really take uh the MAC seriously. I don't take Central or Western seriously. Okay, I'm
1: I'm just cuz I I I somewhat agree with you, but I'm playing
0: Devils advocate here. It,
1: if you were in this situation and you went to a CMU, if you went to Toledo, if you went to a Mac school and you beat the number twenty two team in the country, you're gonna be excited I, I, about yeah, that.
0: For sure. But I'm kind of an elitist here. <laughs> like I don't get, you would have to aspire to better things. Like I would look at that I go, Hey, we just beat Oklahoma State. If we don't win the Mac, then it's a failed year. I don't care if they go one or whatever, they won their first game, so if they go like two and 2-10 the rest of the year? Oh, and the you're, sad you're, you're thing gonna, is... You're going to tout a win over a Big 12 and you didn't even win your division or your conference? You shouldn't, shouldn't even be able to talk about it at that point. This becomes a footnote that nobody remembers years from now.
1: For CMU, though, this this game, this win, is basically a moot point because, like you said, they're not going to win their own division.
0: And if they somehow do, I'll eat my own words, and that's totally fine. No, However, because Western
1: is definitely the favorite in that division, and they're probably the favorite for the MAC um and let's see here let's take a look at the other schools they've got toledo i don't really know about their football program um akron which is decent i guess um (laughs) bowling green they played ohio state so maybe they could pull out something nice um
0: okay so look last year bowling green went seven and one won the east division in the MAC. Central Michigan finished behind Western Michigan in the West Division. They both went 6-2 and two in division play. In,
1: yeah, I was going to say in conference play? Yes.
0: They're, yeah, in, in conference play. It, they're, they shouldn't get out of Their conference includes Northern Illinois, Toledo, and Western Michigan. Central shouldn't even, if they win that division, it, it's like, it would be like, let me say like Illinois winning the Big Ten.
1: I mean, if Illinois won the Big Ten, that would be like a big deal for them.
0: Right. So that's what I'm saying. They, they shouldn't get out of their own division, yeah. so let alone Central shouldn't even get out of the West. Anyway, I think we're done talking about small-time schools on this program. I don't know. If you what, want you, don't, like, you on, don't like some action? It. I don't like action. No, I was, I was I kind don't. of
1: falling asleep in the middle of that conversation anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, the other thing you got to bring up with Oklahoma State is the, the way they their own newspaper treated them. got oh. the editorial right in front of them. So Oklahoma State's going to whine and complain, and I take issue with them just as much as I take issue with Central Michigan. They whine and complain in an editorial to Central Michigan, trying to talk about integrity over a football game on a play that shouldn't have happened. Comes off like a bunch of whining losers who are yeah, sad, y- who are sad that they didn't get to win their, their school didn't win whatever how, it is. How so, whiny
1: do you have to be for that? I don't how know. petty is that? I mean, it's a football game.
0: Here's the thing: <laughs> if if they had been Central, they wouldn't say anything. Yeah. You win on these technicalities, things happen like that. They shouldn't have happened, and that's why you suspend the refs. And perhaps they should take a look at the game, but when things like that happen, that's why you have human error. Yeah, wacky things like that. Human error is what, what makes sports fun. Interesting. I just happen to dislike the team who won the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, But like, let me read you this editorial. It doesn't take much in-depth searching to find the Central Michigan University's core values on its website. Again, this is from Oklahoma State. The Oklahoma O'Cally. State's, the Okali their student newspaper. The first one listed, integrity. It's the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. CMU has the opportunity to embody that. The Chippewas beat Oklahoma State 30-27 to 27 Saturday in Stillwater. Quarterback Cooper Rush slung the ball in the air. You already described that one. Talks about that final play. The OSU football team and its fans stood in quiet disbelief moments before they were cheering until an intentional grounding call gave Central Michigan an untimed down. The cheering should have never stop. By this time, Oklahoma State fans should have been singing the alma mater with a two-and-zero football team. But like that right there just comes across like we're the, we're we're this, we're that. We just need to. We wish we were singing and and having a good old time on something we didn't earn because we couldn't stop Central Michigan from upsetting us in our house. Yeah, it comes off as petty. It comes off it, it does. as desperate and. It's just not in good taste. They go on to talk about why it should never happen, and you, they have it here. The NCAA rulebook, they talk about that. That's in there. That rule. And then, for the game's result to be overturned, they said. It's oh, like... Said, okay, here it is. It's all, now all that is left is for Central Michigan to accept the truth. For the game's result to be overturned, OSU must appeal to Central Michigan. The Chippewas must approve it. That's easier said than done. The Chippewas would give up a win... Uh, against a team from a Power 5 conference that would give up an easy road tallying to a 12-0 and record. I don't know if these kids understand football over there. No. And here's the thing. It kind of comes off
1: like this. So imagine you get in a fight with like the ritzy rich kid who who's everybody's favorite. And then you beat him in that fight. And then he kind of pulls you aside and says, listen kid, don't 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 tell anybody that right. you beat me in the fight. I'll,
0: I'll give you something right, on the side. That's a good example. I'll give you some good side action. C- CMU doesn't play another opponent ranked in the top 25 this season. That's what they're going to say. It's not easy, but practice what you preach, Chippewas. You
1: gotta be <laughs> See, me. that's something that every school has on
0: their website. Every college is like, we're, we teach we're respectable people. I bet, people. That's, I bet that's written somewhere at Penn State yeah. and Baylor. and I'm, 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 they, they definitely live that one out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we teach character in our students. CMU can be remembered for winning, game-winning Hail Mary that shouldn't have happened. They can use that play as a recruiting tool. It'll be free exposure on ESPN all season. That's the whole stigma about a university. We're scholars. We, we are respectable. We have class. We have character. Yeah, our uh, program, our, our school is one of the bigger party schools in the country and all that jazz. Anyway, and they go on to say, but how can CMU try to improve its university in a play that never should have happened, especially when its motto begins with integrity? CMU claim to teach integrity. Now's your chance. They say the best way is to teach by example. Here's that example. That, Oklahoma State's Okali editorial board. Not doing anything for me. I think it's kind of classless, kind of petty that you got beat, perhaps not fair and square, on a play that never should have happened. But you take the loss and you should be telling Oklahoma State fans that the game should never have been in that place. You should never never come down to that in the first place. It's always when people yell about Lions plays around It's always here.
1: what could have been.
0: Yeah, when people yell about Lions plays here, like, oh, he, if he didn't bat the ball out of the end zone, we win the game. Or Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw that pass. You never should have been in that situation in the first place then. Yeah. There's so many of those things. All right, well,
1: I'm sick and tired of talking about this. I'm sure our viewers or our listeners don't really care about this this hot action that's going on. That's what happens in my week. So let me talk about some of the MSU sports over the weekend. Um, the men's golf finished third in the Gopher Invitational, and the volleyball team, they went 3-0 and at the Western Kentucky Invitational. They upset number 23, Western Kentucky, now coming out today, uh, the the volleyball team is ranked. Um, so Ooh-oh. good job with the volleyball team. The men's soccer team they defeated Rutgers for nothing on Friday afternoon. They'll play um, they'll play Oakland University on twos- on Wednesday. I'm sorry. And then the women's soccer team they defeated UDM. That is the University of Detroit Mercy. That was on Sunday afternoon. That score was a two to nothing final. And then, let's see. Oh, field hockey. They lost in a 1-0 shutout against Louisville that went into overtime. Um, and so now they drop to 4-2 and on the season. Um, anyway, that was just a short sports blurb.
0: Steven, what's our next story? Uh, let's get to the important Michigan State stories around here. Oh, I'm wow. just kidding. Holy I'm kidding. God. I'm kidding. I can't believe I'm that. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. I respect Not everything revolves around football, you pig. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm kidding. I do respect all the sports. I've happened to. I'm I've a happened. fancy sports writer. <laughs> I report on the footballs. <laughs> I, I've happened to um, write a story on nearly every sport on this campus. So I, Have you written anything on field hockey? I have not written anything on field hockey. Then it's That's not every every sport. I said nearly every sport. I, th- I, I can't really hear no, you. You've got, you, you a a You've got a foot in your mouth. You have got a foot in your mouth right now. You are a journalist. Now. You better observe better than that. All right, buddy. I'm, I'm observing pretty well. I'm observing right. the foot let's, in your mouth. Let's get to the real topics here. We've lost some cabin pressure, so let's do a little of some real sports talk here. Ed Davis, back for a sixth year for Michigan State at the linebacker position after missing his fifth year, senior year with a torn ACL. I don't know how quickly he adapts, but I do think he will be used, just not against Notre Dame. Uh, I th- he hasn't played a game in what, 18 months. It's been a long time for him. I don't think he's up to game speed right away. I, I, think I mean, he has been
1: practicing with the team, though, since the summer.
0: Right. However, I think different. he's well-conditioned. Practice, however, is different from the game. It's probably not a matter of conditioning. It's a matter of uh, football. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a matter of knowing your reads, knowing your gaps. And, I mean, this, this
1: is going to be a pivotal point in his career. Um, if he ever wants to make it to the pros, he's really going to be tested on his football IQ right here. In the coming weeks, because if if he's able to get up to speed quickly and find himself a a position in the linebacker rotation and to be a regular, then he's
0: going to prove his worth. It'll be interesting because I'm sure he'll be timid at first, especially to take a hit. Uh, I don't know exactly how he how he tore his ACL, but if it's on a certain play or certain, you know, I th- they, that that he tore it in spring last year, I'm sure that's you're you're gonna want to be careful exactly how you approach your knee after tearing your ACL. I I think he doesn't see time early against Notre Dame. He probably sees time, I would think, against Wisconsin. I think
1: he's going to see a few downs. I mean, with it being his first week back um, of being eligible, he's going to be so hyped up. He's going to be just um, on the most... The the biggest adrenaline rush ever.
0: is, you've got, what, four linebackers currently who can all play any of those spots? You have Riley Bull up in the middle at the mic position. You've got uh, Andrew Dollar, Chris Fry over at star position. And then on your Sam's side, it was John Reschke who was taken over by Chris Fry. I
1: think it's really going
0: to come down to just how, like,
1: the the score. If MSU was up big, then they probably won't have a problem with... Putting Ed Davis in there, but if it's a really close game and the game is winding down and MSU is up by three, or if they're down by seven, um, that, then he's probably not going to see significant playing time.
0: No. And I think that's the extent of how we can talk about Ed Davis. I mean, the man was a, a beast his 2014 season, his junior year, and it sucks that you uh, tear your ACL and what could have been an even better year last year. I don't think it makes much of a difference against Alabama no (laughs) and I you got to give Michigan State credit for battling through a lot of those injuries last year and still coming out with the the record that they did but now yeah I Ed Davis is gonna be I think he'll be fine at some point whether it's just gonna be how quickly he adapts and gets back to game speed but you know who's not up to game speed or who's (laughs) not at speed at all the NFL (laughs) The NFL's not at the speed at all with anything that they tout, anything they do. Listen. It's another another day. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, everybody. We're going to bash the NFL again. We
1: told you that the NFL was just a crapshoot and that something was going to go wrong
0: in the opening weekend. And guess what? It did. (laughs) Oh, Cam knew if you didn't watch the game. If you didn't hear about it, I don't know where you've been. PC and I saw it secondhand. We didn't really want to support the NFL on its opening night.
1: Yeah, uh, I I never really watched the NFL at all. Um, I'll see highlights, but I don't ever watch and, it for watching
0: watching Cam Newton take headshot after headshot, and then no calls, no repercussion whatsoever. Um, those NFL guys might be suspended, but nothing was called. So therefore, it would look like you can get suspended for retro. You can get suspended retroactively for anything at that point. Yeah, which is the NFL is not going to do. But Cam Newton took some nasty headshots. He's going. I'm to, surprised not... nothing has come out thus far saying he's concussed. And here's the thing: if he's Tom Brady, those are calls all day. Oh, those those. I think they disrespect Cam for the kind of quarterback and the kind of person he is. Yeah, no. He's not your typical. I mean, he had the meltdown after a justifiable. You can debate the merits of sportsmanship and character, but it's always funny that people don't like. Certain athletes, when they when they buck the system because they don't fit the perfect white quarterback mold, and so when you you beat up on Cam Newton for expressing some emotion that doesn't look like a robot for once, kind of irks me. And so when they beat the crap out of him by going at his head, and then the NFL does nothing, it lo- makes the league look like hypocrites, and it makes the league. League and there was talks there was solid helmet to helmet contact oh, yeah. that just wasn't called. The league talks at about all the league talks about its concussions, I mean it denies the exists CTE or the effects of it really. And then it talks about it wants to protect its quarterbacks and its defenseless receivers and then you have Cam Newton going down and they're led with their head. It wasn't incidental like a, a forearm to the head. They got and swung on on a bad tackle. Is, they've launched into him. Did first. you
1: hear some of the statements that um, the the Denver defenseman kind of came out with? Um, I, be, I believe it was either Sunday or today, uh, or Monday yeah, rather. Go ahead,
0: read moff one. It'll I just mean, I, I so. don't.
1: Yeah, I don't really have him in front of me. But the gist was with the style that Cam Newton plays and how he's such an aggressive um, rusher, um, and he, the fact that he's so tall. Tackling him from the head makes it a lot easier to get him down. Jesus Christ! That's not justifiable
0: oh, no. at all. It, in those plays, he wasn't even running. Yeah, he was. He in the backfield. He was in the, there, dodge, he was in the pocket. Tried to dodge a tackle, and you launch Crown first into him. That makes no sense to me. And it there looks. was clear helmet to helmet contact, and it just wasn't called. Exactly. It's the NFL's inability to police itself to have any sort of rules to call anything. anything fairly. Everything is pushed yeah. under an agenda. If it's if it's it, their pure entertainment package, they have the. It's like watching a soap opera. You already know what the plot pretty much is, and you. If it's just going to drag on every year, every year it's going to drag on. It's never going to end until somebody dies on the playing field, and then even then, it'll probably deny that they died on the playing field. There you were a couple say? hits. <laughs> There were a couple hits that looked like Cam Newton
1: was rendered unconscious. And that he, I mean, he got up after a few seconds, but he was down
0: and he did not look okay. Oh, no. i surprised that they even let him play. And you know that the team doctors are not going, if, especially if it's a team doctor. Team doctors are real a doctors. Especially on the drive when you need to get a couple points to win the game. They're not going to keep him out of the game.
1: You even, you, you heard Calvin Johnson like when he e- talked to E60. Um, the team doctors would kind of egg him on to play even though he knew he was hurt because th- those doctors are employed by, by the, the teams. Team. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to say, oh, it's just a scratch. Oh, yeah, just go fine. out there. The NFL
0: doesn't respect its own players. It you just got your bell rung, kid. It's a $9 billion non-profit. <laughs> non-profit. Yeah, that's like always a good one. Yeah, <sighs> more more insufficiency from the NFL. Not really surprising. Again, We'll call it. It's going to happen again this weekend. It's going to be something stupid again. Well, Stephen, it's getting kind of hot in here. Uh,
1: I, I think we might need to take some this action. Is the worst take show. some of our opinions. This is the It's worst time show. for the hot
0: <laughs> take, Stephen. You're going to give them to me. Stephen, what's your hot take? My hot take for the week if you pay attention to polls, which you shouldn't this early. You already noticed the discrepancies in the college, or not the college, the coaches poll and the AP poll. Now, if you pay attention to these rankings at all for any reason this early, I mean, I kind of have to get, I kind of have to, Casey and I get paid to. However, the coaches poll is the more accurate of the two, and let me tell you why. The coaches poll voted on by, well, actually, frankly, not the coaches polls. It's long been rumored that it's actually sports information directors who actually... Do any sort of these things, or ads, or anything like that, because they have more time to pay or to pay attention to uh, oh, a little tip
1: of the trade for you. Uh,
0: Michigan State. I doubt Mark D'Antonio uh, rather cares about the outside of who he's playing every week. Who and what do his you think Ben team. voted for? <laughs> oh, wow, wow. All right, there goes our credentials. Um, I think the coaches poll has it more accurate. If you look at it, when the AP voted Wisconsin at number ten, all Wisconsin did was beat an awful US- LSU team by two points. With a competent quarterback unless you uh or yeah, for the competent quarterback LSU beats Wisconsin in Lambeau Field. Not even a thing. But but and then, Steven and then they and then this week the A P drops Clemson out of the top two. They struggle a little against Auburn and they struggle a little and they struggle with uh, whoever they had. Troy. Yeah, why do they Those go down bigger. three spots? when they drop when they struggle against a, a, a bad team it doesn't mean they haven't hit their probably hasn't they hit their stride. Who they who they have to play yet? That they needed to show anything for. They're conservative against Auburn. They're conservative against Troy. What if CMU upset Clemson? If CMU upset Clemson, I uh, still wouldn't put CMU in the top twenty-five. Ooh. Yeah, wouldn't even put. I'd drop Clemson probably out of it. Ooh. But I don't think CMU is a better football team than Oklahoma State is. Just because what? they won a game on a Hail Mary. However, I'm, you're taking away from my point here. And when they jumped uh, Texas from nowhere up to it was like twelve or sixteen or whatever, you gotta be kidding me. Beat a Notre Dame team by three points in double overtime at home. Not as impressive as if they beat them on the road. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and I think you only think the coach's poll poll is more accurate because because Michigan State is ranked number eight. You wish that was the answer. That's the easy cop-out answer for those of you That's the butt-boy answer. You didn't think very far, did you, Mr. Harrison, on that one? I don't think very far at all. There there it is. Um, Look, Michigan State probably... I would actually agree with AP where Michigan State is at 12. They deserve to be up or down after Furman. They played a very average game. Therefore, well, look, the coaches' poll paints a better picture because they actually know what they're talking about. You and I who banter on on this type of podcast or radio show or write columns and whatnot, usually don't know anything. When I uh, when, when I out.
1: receive my uh, AP vote, I'll I'll be sure to let you know. No jeez, if you um, receive
0: an AP vote,
1: I'm gonna be king of England. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> in other news, Stephen becomes British royalty. Right. And I'm also an a-hole. Yeah. Um, on to my hot take. And sit down, folks, because it's juicy. Um, I'll, I'll be plain and simple right here. The NFL has an agenda, and they are out to get Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a flashy quarterback who actually stands up for himself. He has a sense of swagger. He's got style. And... He he doesn't like being told what to do, and that doesn't fit the mold of an NFL quarterback. That doesn't fit Roger Goodell's model of someone he wants working for him.
0: So. That's funny because he's got a bunch of other people working for him that shouldn't be in the NFL.
1: Yeah. Anyway. So that's why Denver just mollywopped Cam Newton's brain into into little pieces of mush. And that's why the refs didn't do anything about it, because they knew it was coming. They knew that Carolina's defense, or that their O-line wasn't going to be able to handle Denver's defense that didn't really lose anybody. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's as simple as that. And calls are going to continue to go against Cam Newton, because he is seen as a villain in
0: the eyes of the NFL owners and in the eyes of the NFL front office. That'll do it for our hot takes. Now it's time to give you our Power 5. We're changing it up. We're not doing Power 10 anymore. We're doing the Power 5 at national teams as well as the Power 5 Big 10 teams. I'm going to let Casey go first on this one. Give me your Power 5 national teams. All
1: right. Well, not much variation, a little bit of movement. And the number one team in the country is still Alabama. It probably will be for the rest of the season unless they get upset. Number two. Is still Florida State. Florida um, State. Yeah, they move up. They they kick out Clemson. Uh, they they scare me a little bit, but it's it's nothing that bad. Um, Ohio State number three, representing the Big Ten. Number four is going to be Clemson, and number five is the
0: school down the road. It is Michigan. Uh, I, I mean, I can't agree with them. Florida State in swamping of Clemson. So uh, let, me, let me give you this. Alabama at number one, Clemson at number two, Ohio State at number three, number four, Florida State, and number five, the Houston Cougars. Over the Michigan Wolverines. That'll do it for my power five. Listen,
1: uh, I, I want to talk about it just real quick. Um, ugh, God, I, I'm still not on the Houston bandwagon. I and am. the only reason. I'm not a believer yeah michigan is just cool they're ranked games. so high in both polls. but the thing is they haven't played a real opponent yet they played hawaii that's why that's why houston is in my top five and i mean ucf and gave him a little bit of a struggle but ucf is still ucf, UCF only gave
0: him a struggle on the ground yeah that was about it and that's that's kind Probably of a red flag them, though yeah thanks scott frost
1: um <laughs> Did, did you watch any of that game at all? UCF couldn't get a single kickoff for like most of the first half. Yeah, it was, it was awful. Anyway, on to the top Big Ten teams. Top so, 10. Steven, what are your top 10 Big Ten teams?
0: Ohio State, Michigan State. Just kidding. Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Michigan State. Same as last week. Not much of change for me. Mr. Harrison, who you got? Um, Well, there isn't that much variation as well. Um, I've got Ohio
1: State, undoubtedly the best team in the Big Ten. Michigan, number two. Michigan State, not number three. Iowa is number three. Um, I'm only saying that because Iowa's played two games, and Michigan State has not. Um, And with that being said, Wisconsin is number four, and Michigan State is number five in the Big Ten.
0: That'll do it for our... Power 5 rankings of the conference and the national landscape, that'll do it for our first Tuesday show. We'll see you all on Friday, and we'll talk about the 50th anniversary of the game of the century between the 1966 MSU football Spartans and the MSU, just kidding, they didn't play each other, the MSU football Spartans and the Notre Dame football fighting Irish. We'll talk to you about that on Friday. As we head toward that 50th anniversary. And remember to check us out on SoundCloud um, or
1: g- give us a like, give us a favorite, give us a follow back um, because we appreciate metrics like that. Remember to follow us on Twitter. My name on Twitter is at C. Harrison, T S N, as in the state news. And then you can follow Steven at S. Olshansky. And remember to follow our State News Sports account at vsnews__sports. And you can like us on Facebook. And remember to tell your friends, tell your loved ones about us, because we love you, they love you. It's it's kind of just a thing you do out of mutual respect. Um, Anyway, with that being said, we will see you on Friday.